Hello, I'm Jim, and this is On The Left Side. I'm not here this week, I'm on my holidays, which means, instead of me, you've got to put up with this. They won't sit flush next to each other unless you take the arms off, which is obviously not realistic. Hello, yes, Jim's on holiday, so it's me, Ant, in charge, which means, instead of the normal nonsense, we're playing with Lego! Here at On The Left Side, we're always looking for football things that are a little bit different. And given that the last few months football has seemed to be non-stop VAR and racism, I thought we should get back to what football's all about. That's right, fun, friends and plastic bricks. So for today's episode, I went to meet Chris Smith, the slightly bonkers genius behind FC Brickstand, an old Lego football team which is taking Twitter and the football world by storm. I headed to Altrincham, where you'll find their home ground, Brick Lane. On the way to the stadium, Chris told me how the idea for FC Brickstand came from building Lego models of Premier League grounds. So I started doing some Lego stadiums up just in the house, and then Kerry, my partner, she went mental and said, you've got to get this out of here. At what was the point where she... She was like, this is too much. Did she like come home and you made like, you know, yeah. a one to two scale version of Wembley in the garden? Yeah, it was almost exactly that. But um, no, we had an agreement where uh, to, to start with, I was only building like one. I was building Selhurst Park on the dining room table and it wasn't really that big and I could kind of put it away every night. And then I started getting some people messaging me on Twitter and stuff saying like commissions, like requesting me to kind of build stadiums for them and saying, you know, that they would pay for it kind of thing. Yeah, so one day she came home and um, it was all over the dining room table, all in the kitchen. And then she went in the lounge and there was stuff all in the lounge as well. And there was like nowhere to like, there was no escape. So she was pretty mad. You can't buy kits at the stadiums, can well, you? No, just... this was it. This was the trouble because when I first started, like, I didn't know what kind of Lego pieces existed. So, and I had to buy all these different pieces of Lego just to see whether they would look right on a certain stadium. So I might have like five or six, you know, pieces to try just to get one effect. And then you can imagine how quickly that kind of escalates. So I mean, imagining that you could have, I don't know, like something from a Harry Potter Lego set that is on, you know, uh, the Emirates. Basically, I have a Lego dealer who lives a couple <laughs> of miles away and his full-time occupation is to buy Lego sets. So buy a Harry Potter set and but never build it just separate the bricks out into piles and then sell them to people like me who just need a specific piece so he has about half a million pieces of lego in his office i can tell him what i'm doing and he can recommend pieces i'm no lego expert i just make it up as i go along but he knows what pieces are where and stuff yeah you heard that bit right he's got a lego dealer yep that is a real bona fide job tell that to your teachers the next time you forget your homework but if you think that's unusual, that was only the conversation on the way to the studio where you'll find the home of FC Brickstand, the legendary Brick Lane. It's a stadium which is leading the way in England in terms of safe standing and is harking back to a time when everyone at the club was part of one big family. I, had to, I did have the studio on the end and then had to move into this one because the roof is falling down in that one. <laughs> oh, wow. Brick Lane. 
all these people in the crowd, these are people that have contributed to Yeah, yeah, so the, all these people are real people in kind of brackets. Um, yeah, so every, every person here follows the games on Twitter on a Sunday night when the, the kind of the matches go out live. Yeah, so it's quite good really because we've got people from all over the world. So we've got three new people that just joined this week. They, uh, they live in Florida. Wow. So there's no barrier to becoming a, an FC Brickstand fan. Do you know the names? Can you? I know. Oh yeah, I know everybody's name. Yeah. Wow. Oh no, I know everybody. And I've, you know, and obviously now, uh, you know, the I in inverted commas the club kind of interacts with everyone on Twitter and stuff. So yeah, when we won the when we won the league at the end of last year, people were saying things like, "It's going to be really difficult to explain why I've got a hangover at work tomorrow because <laughs> FC Brickstand won the league." But that's the kind of thing. But it's like, it's a bit of fun. Some, somebody messaged me saying, "This is a little bit of joy in, in you know, for me to look at." Do you know, what, do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's kind of like, it's a bit of a kind of antithesis to like modern football, which is can be pretty rubbish, really. But then at the same time, you're moving into a new stadium. You've got your own press team now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you're not un, unaffected by all the things. Well, that no, no. The thing with. is, like, it's to try and make it like somebody messaged the club the other day and was like, it just put something like, what? I don't understand. What is this? And it was another football club. And it was like, they weren't sure really what was going on. And that was, I was really pleased with that because that's exactly the kind of thing I want to happen. Like, people to be a bit confused when they first come across it. Do you know what I mean? Because everything on social media is done as a football club. There's no. There's no, do you know what I mean? There's nothing like, there's no hands, there's no my hands involved in doing anything. It's it all comes like as real, if you see what I mean. I'm just looking at some of the the, the shirts in the crowd as well. Um, is that a scarf or a Crystal Palace top? That's a Crystal Palace top. That's Tim. Yeah. He lives down in Croydon, and he wanted to wear his Palace top to games, so that was fine. So that's me there. That's me next to Tim. You've got a, a, what looks like a standing terrace at yeah, one end like behind the goal. Standing. So what happened was, um, yeah, we started off and we kind of launched the safe standing section, and then some of the like safe standing fans groups in real real life <laughs> got on board with it and started like kind of tweeting pictures of it and saying, you know, the Lego world's got it before the Premier League kind of thing, and yeah, yeah. the ground's going to have to like adapt because to reflect the wishes of the supporters because like. That's already been extended once, the safe standing area. So people want to do that, do you know what I mean? So we're having to kind of adapt to what people want. So we're not. I think we're going to need about 80% or 85% safe standing and then a few seats. I mean, there's reasons that people sit down. I mean, Bob there, for example, he's 85, so he's he's in a seat. Um, then Nathan, who is new as well, he's got a one-year-old son called Hugo, so he's he's better off sitting at the moment as well. Um, and then there's one or two people that prefer to sit. The capacity of the ground last time I checked was about six, I think it was 680, 685. And that was actual figures because if you look at the seats, you can't actually put two Lego people next to each other because of the arms. Ah, okay, wow. So you have to leave it, you have to leave one dot gap for the arms. They won't sit flush next to each other unless you take the arms off, which is obviously not realistic. Um, yeah, so that was... Yeah, that was at the last count. What for you has been the best moment in the stadium? Probably um, winning promotion on the last game last season. And there was a massive pitch invasion after the game. And like everyone was on the pitch all together with all the players. And like, yeah, that was pretty special. After gaining that promotion, FC Brickstand are currently fighting it out in the very competitive Builders Liga. 
Yeah. And you can follow their games every Sunday evening on Twitter at FC Brickstand, where you might even spot on the left side on the advertising holdings. But for Chris, the club is not just about what happens on the pitch. I asked him what it was that he loved about Lego in particular and what the future held in store. I mean, like, like playing with Lego is quite kind of like calming and quite kind of therapeutic in a way. And this kind of, the actual football club is kind of like, it's not just for a couple of seasons, it's gonna kind of go on forever. So it's just kind of like, just gonna build like really slowly and steadily and just really like naturally, do you see what I mean? Yeah. It's just gonna kind of, you know, new supporters will just kind of join like one by one, one next week, you know, maybe next week nobody, two people the week after, do you know what I mean? This whole thing started really because I was building football stadiums out of Lego and then posting them on social media but there was nothing social about it whatsoever. There's nothing social about me building a football stadium and posting a picture of it on the internet. There's no interaction there apart from, hi everyone, I've built this. Oh yeah, that's cool. That's, that's, and then that's it, that's literally it. Whereas this is completely open-ended and as far as the imagination can take you, isn't it? Do, do you have a club mascot? No, not yet, no. We had West Brom's boiler try out for us in one game last season, but it didn't go very well, so he wasn't asked back. No, I was thinking we should try and have maybe like a competition or something really to, for someone to design one. Because um, you have got the, the brick suit guys, I don't know if I've got them here. There's a guy that just wears a brick suit. In fact, I've got one as well, look. I've got a, I've got a, human, I've got a human version. Oh, wow. Yeah. The idea is to stand outside football grounds and hand out flyers based as a Lego brick. I've not, <laughs> I've not thought I've built up the courage yet. <laughs> I'm going to have to try it out at Altrincham first, I think. So the important things are for people that want to just follow the club, look at the pictures, get involved, get themselves in the stadium, what do they have to do? The club's website is fcbrickstand.com and you can click on join the club and that'll take you through to join the club or most of the club's activity goes out on Twitter, just because that seems easiest. Um, it's on Facebook as well, but the updates on there are kind of less less regular. Um, so the Twitter is at FC Brickstand. On the podcast as well, Builders Babble podcast. You can find that on Apple. Still waiting for Spotify. It'll get there. It seems to take forever. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Chris, thanks very much. Yeah, no worries. And there you have it, the wonderful world of Chris Smith and plastic football. Go check out fcbrickstand.com for details of how you can become a fan and have a Lego version of yourself sit next to me, but not right next to me unless you want to rip both our arms off. And go give them a follow on Twitter at fcbrickstand. I'm Ant, thanks for listening. On the left side, we'll be back as normal next week, i.e. I will be in the driving seat. Make sure you've clicked subscribe so you get next week's episode as soon as it's ready, unless you prefer this week's episode, in which case just download it and listen to it again and again and again. See you next time. On the left side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson.